And I have to say about 90% of the people I speak with and who enroll in our programs have this same fear. And a lot of people say, you know, this is kind of my last, my last hurrah. This is my last shot. I feel like I've just failed so many times. How can I keep, how can I keep trying? And why is this going to be different? And they know it's different because they learn why it's different, but it comes back to themselves, right? And, and believing in themselves more than anything. But you, of course, had some brilliant coaching to give this woman. Welcome to the Vegan Life Coach Podcast, where we coach you to coach yourself. And now, it's time to become plan empowered with your co-hosts, 25-year vegan Ella Majors and mindset master Stephanie Aguilar. Hey, hey, empowered vegan lifers! Ella here with my co-host. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Ella. I'm coming at you from Virginia. I know, and it's so beautiful there. You showed me pictures of deer last night, and it was. Amazing. It is. I was just sitting out on the porch. So Anne, who those of you who don't know, is the founder of Hogs and Kisses Farm Sanctuary. She and her family uh, went out of town. So I came up to kind of hold down the hold down the fort. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's been a blast. I just I haven't seen a human being in one week and literally like haven't seen another human being uh, in person. I'll say that in person. <laughs> right. Uh, but I realized last night. I don't miss people. I feel like that would be a little slice of heaven mm-hmm. to just not see other humans <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit of time. <laughs> and it's refreshing. And me and the animals are bonding and the pigs. I did have uh oh, I've had, I have two moments. If you don't mind me sharing. Of course. Yeah. First one. Let me just say this. When I came up here, we've got one of our pigs, Grace, who is very, very shy, very untrusting of humans, doesn't seem to like to be touched much. So we just, you know, respect her space. However, at one point, at one time, she did ask Anne for a belly rub. And it was this big, big deal, right? She called me and told me about it. So I came up and I said, well, you know, my goal is to have Grace ask me for a belly rub by the time I finish my time here this trip. So yesterday morning, guess who came over and asked me for a belly rub? Gracie. She did. You should have seen my face. <laughs> I was I was blown away. I was so happy. She just kind of came on over and then went down on her forearms, went down on her belly. And I was like, oh, Grace, this is new. Are you asking me for a belly rub? Because you're not rolling over yet. So I got down on my knees and just started rubbing her close to her belly. And sure enough, she turned all the way on her side and gave oh. me her belly. And it was, it was magical. It really oh, was. yeah. I love that. I, I can't wait that. till we get our bed and breakfast and have space for our listeners to come see this. And of course, for, for you. I know. I can't wait. Yes. And then the other, the other interesting incident, I mean, there's been many, but just this morning I went out and Grace had a little stumble and she stepped on my foot. Oh, <laughs> oops. Yeah, she's luckily she's the smallest. <laughs> she's only 630 pounds. <laughs> How's your foot? <laughs> it's black and blue. Oh, no. Yeah, it's black. Oh, no. It's oh, okay. Shoot. It's okay. Like I said, she was, she's the, she's the petite one. Of the group, so very, very lucky on that front. Oh, well. yes. Yes. <laughs> Super lucky with 600 pounds on your foot. 
What's up with you? You know, after the 4th of July, summer just flies by and it just, it amazes me every, every time we're almost in August and I can't believe it. So yeah, but as far as stuff going on, no, there's nothing, I mean, nothing new or just plugging along here, having fun and, you know, going to the lake and, you know, doing doing summers. Summers. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, one thing I thought that we don't do enough of is recommending specific vegan cruelty-free products for people. Yes, absolutely. And I found one yesterday. So wondering if I could share. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So I went to Wegmans yesterday for the first time. Yeah. Ever. So that was my breaking my week of no humans. Went to Wegmans. That store is insane. I've never been in Wegmans. It is humongous. I don't know if they're all like that. But somebody has said that they have a lot of vegan, vegan options now. They've added a lot of products. And so they have their own line. Uh, but I'm also always looking for vegan cheeses that don't have oil. Yeah. That tastes good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting one. So I, I went out on a limb and got this new, new for me product. And it's called Nutton Ordinary Eat Clean, Be Happy Italian Herb Cashew Cheese. Oh, yum. And it has, I'm going to read the ingredients because I think this is important. Yes. I just, you know, in our programs, we talk about how to efficiently and effectively read nutrition labels and make conscious choices, right? Yeah. So I always say, don't go to the macros first, go to the ingredients. What are the ingredients? How many ingredients are there? Can you read all the ingredients? Are they whole foods? So this one, the ingredients are cashews, water, Himalayan pink salt, nutritional yeast, Italian herbs, probiotic blend. Done. Wow. And it's delicious. Is it really? It really is. Oh, I have to look for it. Yes. So yes. And I'll I'll introduce some other products in upcoming weeks, but this one's big because Kite Hill is another go-to for for cheeses without oil. Not all of their cheeses have no oil, but a lot of them do, including also their, a couple of their dips, their French onion dip. One of my favorite. Mine too. Mine too. That I can't keep it in the house, Mm. but luckily it's no, it's oil free. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing bad about it, except that everybody loves it. Except Mm. that it's gone. (laughs) And it's gone. (laughs) Yes. So that's, that's my product of the week. How about that? I love it. Yeah. I love it. The other thing I want to mention before we get started on today's training is that we've already had enough requests uh, that we've already decided to open another coaching program coming up the very last Saturday of August. We will be bringing in a new group because we've just had so many requests and we've already got somebody enrolled yesterday. Yeah. So we're, we're going to start gearing up and I'm excited because every time we run a coaching program, we evaluate, we talk to our clients, we learn what's working best, what could be improved. We're always looking to, to just make it the, the best program that, you know, ensures everybody's success. And So one of the things we've changed is we've actually extended it by two weeks. So our six week program is now eight weeks and we've added some other, other components to it that I'm, I'm excited about. So I'm excited for us, Stephanie, to have that in our future already. If anybody's interested, we, we only work with a handful of people at a time. That's why it ends up we're having to, to run quite a few numbers this year, 
because we we really do our best to make it as individualized as possible. Yeah. But if anybody's interested, we will put the link in the show notes and you can learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come aboard. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So lately we've been doing some shows based on questions or challenges from our coaching program members. Yes. Yes. You're our head mindset coach, Stephanie. You run our group mindset calls, which are so incredibly powerful. I listen to every call, so I'm caught up and can help people in other ways as well. One thing that caught my attention was when one of our clients said, I've failed so many times. How can I believe in myself and this program enough to succeed when all I know is failure? Yeah. Speaking with the amazing woman who enrolled yesterday, she had the same fears. And I have to say about 90% of the people I speak with and who enroll in our programs have this same fear. And a lot of people say, you know, this is kind of my last, my last hurrah. This is my last shot. I feel like I've just failed so many times. How can I keep, how can I keep trying? And why is this going to be different? And they know it's different because they learn why it's different, but it comes back to themselves, right? And, And believing in themselves more than anything. But you, of course, had some brilliant coaching to give this woman. Can you tell us, kind of walk us through that? Sure. You know, I really honed in on that whole idea of belief, and you and you said something really key. It's belief in yourself, belief, and that doesn't just happen, you know. So I think what I said to her was, you don't have to believe anything right now. What you have to do is you have to act as if you do, and that then builds the belief. It builds the trust back up in yourself because that's what belief is in yourself is actually trusting yourself. And if you have been through a pattern of not keeping commitments to yourself, if you are in a pattern of having those, those failures and not looking at them as feedback, then of course you don't believe in yourself. Of course you don't have that trust, that foundation of trust, but you have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is acting like you do and making decisions based on those commitments that you have to yourself not on that whole idea of belief. Yes. And one thing you always say is just because you believe it or just because you think it doesn't make it true. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my question, one question I have is this. Do you think this lack of belief in herself or relate this to anybody who might be in a similar pattern? Do you think that lack of belief comes from the failed diets and the failed weight loss attempts? Or do you think that belief started way before that? And it just translated along? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's such a key thing to get to is really uncovering all of that. Because at the end of the day, this is never about food, and it's never about exercise. It is always about uncovering what it is about. So all of that non-belief, all of that not trusting ourselves is because we don't keep ourselves accountable. We make these grand gestures and then we don't follow through with them. And yes, that is illustrated most starkly when it comes to a fitness program or weight loss or because we can see that, we can we can measure that. But it comes way before that. 
you know, not keeping our promises to ourselves. And if you, if you translate this outside of yourself, if you have a relationship with someone, if you have a friendship with someone who doesn't keep their promises to you, what do you do with that? Well, generally you say, this isn't something that I need. I don't believe you anymore. You might even decide to end that relationship. That isn't any different with that relationship with yourself. You have cultivated a relationship with yourself from the moment you were born. And if that is based on things that you have committed to doing and then not followed through on that, well, of course the belief's not there. But we translate that into numbers on a scale. We translate that into, you know, how many sets can I do at the gym? That's just, you know, a symptom. The real problem is much deeper than that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's so in line with, you know, everything we talk about in the self-empowerment coaching system and reprogramming our minds. And if we look back to growing up and being programmed to believe that maybe we are failures or that we're not capable of success, and then we go through our lives. And I think here we could talk about confirmation bias, right? And we keep proving to ourselves over and over again, that that program's true. Exactly. Exactly. And then, so by the time they get to our program, you have two options. You can try again, or you cannot try again. You can guarantee your failure, or you can open up an opportunity for success with the right support, with the right tools. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really scary leap for people to take. Absolutely. Because it's all on you. When you take that leap, you take full responsibility for everything that happens and you can't put that on anyone else. Where if you decide that you're not going to take the leap, then it can be other people's problems. It can be the program. It can be your circumstances. It can be, you know, whatever people in your life that are holding you back. But when you take that leap, that's different. Because then you're saying, I am going to act now, and I'm not going to base this on this belief that is very heavily tied and very heavily rooted in my emotions. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous and very powerful place to be. It is. And then, then there's the motivation piece, I think, as well, that we talk about is, okay, I want to do this. And... I'm telling myself I'm going to go all in and I'm telling myself and I'm telling you that I'm committed and that I'm going to make this a priority and that I'm going to do the work, no matter how tough it is, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how much it means that I'm going to have to make sacrifices in other areas of my life to get through this and then coming into it. And what happens when you don't really go all in, when you don't trust the process? And why, what, what happens then? What do we do as coaches to help people move through that and come out the other side successful? Because we do that time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we've said, this is not uncommon. In fact, this happens with every single group we've ever had. You know, we've had people that say the same thing and it kind of goes back to, you know, we're unique, our problems are not. And when we're looking at this particular pattern, what we do as coaches is we force you to move. You know, we give you that, we give you that push so that you can actually look at your pattern 
and choose something different. It really goes back to act. Motivation is based on inspiration. Inspiration and motivation are completely fleeting. They're really nice to have. But one day you're going to wake up and that quote just doesn't mean the same thing to you. That music that you have been inspired by or, you know, for weeks just doesn't mean anything. You want to cry and say, I'm never listening to that song again. One time you are going to want the French fries when you know that you haven't met any other of your nutritional goals. You know, those things are going to happen and motivation and inspiration are gone from you. But action is not. Choice is not. That's what we do is we help you find that foundation of acting in those moments like you love yourself enough to make that choice that's different than what you've done before. And when you don't, to look at the pattern and really face that stuff. Because until you face that stuff, and this is so cliche, I've said it a billion times, but until you face that stuff, you're going to keep stuff in your face. And that's just the way it is. So there you have it. We need a quotable calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We do. We do. Although I'm afraid if we do that, then everybody be like, you guys don't have any new phrases. And it's true. Uh That's true. true. (laughs) But they're good phrases, man. They're good phrases. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it all comes back to, and if you guys listening, take something away from this, you don't have to believe it to know that it's true. And you don't have to be motivated to take action. No, no. In fact, most of the time you're not. Correct. When we talk about consistency, everybody's always like, well, it's my consistency off. Well, the reason consistency works is because you're doing it even when you don't believe it. even when you don't feel motivated. Yes. And that's in every single aspect of your life. We're not just talking about diet and exercise. We are talking about every single aspect of your life. You know, it's saying no to the things that aren't good for you. It's doing the self-care things that aren't fun, that aren't about laying in the bathtub and, you know, with your glass of wine or, you know, whatever. It's about doing the things that are going to be good for you. It's about making sure your laundry is done so that you don't have to be running around like a mad person during the week. It's about doing the meal prepping so that you don't have to think about the drive through It's doing those things and creating those internal boundaries so that you set yourself up for success in making different choices and acting in a different way. The phrase, fake it till you make it. What are your thoughts on that? I get that concept. And of course, that's a really popular concept within the addictions realm. So I get it. But the fact that you're taking action, you're not faking anything. And just because you don't believe something or just because you don't trust something doesn't mean that you're faking it. It simply means that you're making a different choice. And so, you know, I I get it. I get the phrase, but I do think it's a little misguided. You know, you don't have to fake anything. You can just you can just do. Yeah. Don't fake, just do. Just do. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please share this episode if it resonated with you and you have loved ones that could benefit. And if you could take 30 seconds to leave us a quick review, we would really appreciate it. It'll help us access more people and make more of a difference in more people's lives. And of course, the planet. Until next time. Until next time.